1: Now, let me start with this. I think there is more upside potential for value-focused people that care about people, network marketing distributors, than at any time in history. I really believe that. And let me say it again, because I don't want people misunderstanding where I'm coming from or what I'm saying tonight. So again, I really believe that there's more upside potential for you. Over the next five years, than at any time in the history of network marketing. Let's imagine that you want to go from JFK from New York to San Francisco, and at the top there, you're looking at the at the flight path from New York to to San Francisco. Now, if the pilot sets the autopilot just a minor degree off course just a minor degree off course the further we go down the road the further off course we are really going even though it's just a minor degree when we take off and instead of uh ending up in san francisco we'll end up in vancouver Okay, Now, why do you say that, Dale? Because in my opinion, the the industry, and I'm going to document this with some facts that many of you can relate with, we got a little bit of what we thought was a little bit off course a few years ago, and we've continued, and it's compounded. It's really compounded. We started off with a bad idea, and then we try to recover with worse ideas, and then even worse ideas. And that's what I personally see when I sit back and I look at the industry, the people, where it is, where it should be based upon the entrepreneurial explosion that's happening around the world. And when I sit back and look at it, I almost feel like we've landed in the Pacific Ocean. We didn't even get close to Vancouver. We landed in the Pacific Ocean. And, and I look and every day I feel like I'm talking to people that are in lifeboats that have become uh, many times not to their own uh, lack of work ethic, lack of willingness to learn, but just of the mis- dis- misdirection that has been given out that they end up in the middle of the ocean in a lifeboat. And it bothers me. Uh, I'm trying not to become so cynical, and it really doesn't. I'm not as cynical. I'm better than I used to be, but it bothers me. And you may see this as depressing, but I see this as really exciting because the reality is the business model itself, the network marketing business model has never changed. It's as powerful today as it ever was. It's as powerful today as it ever was. It gives average people with above average desire the opportunity to create wealth. Where can you start with an investment many times less than $500 and create millions of dollars in income? When I started, I put 300 and a few dollars into my business in 1980. I never put another nickel into it. I reinvested my profits and made millions of dollars. And there's many people that are doing the same thing today. But let's get down to the real facts of what's going on. There's $11 billion network marketing direct sales companies in the world. All, each one of them, were started prior to 1981. I can't remember a pitch in the last 15 years that I've heard where somebody's not saying, we're going to be the next billion-dollar company, blah, 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 and three, four, five months, a couple years later, they're gone. Everybody has this dream to be the next billion-dollar company, but nobody really has the path to make that happen, in my opinion. Since 1995, this is important. People tell me, Dale, you shouldn't say this. Maybe I shouldn't, but it's true. And if you're a six-figure earner, and I know we have many with us tonight, are on your way, you better listen up to what I'm getting ready to say. Since 1995, there's more people that have come into the network marketing industry Built it to a six figure income and today are not even involved in the industry than there are current six figure income earners. Since 95, we've lost more than we've gained. That's reality. At one time, the industry used to talk about a three to five year game plan to financial independence. Today, we're all pitching, if you just get three, your product can be free. Do you guys understand how profound that is? At one time, everybody was talking about developing wealth, creating financial independence. Today, it's if you will just get three, your product is free. Let's go back. In 1999, I wrote this article, and this was the gist of the article. Inspire greatness or cater to mediocrity? That is the question. That's where we were in 1999. Now in 1999, the let's copy everybody else, get three and yours is free promotion was not rampant. But it is a result of what had happened up until 1999. First time guest, again, I am trying to make an impact for you tonight. I'm trying to shake you. No question about it, because I believe the industry needs to be shook. I want you to know that everything I'm saying, I don't have a a dog in the fight. I don't have a company that I hope you will eventually join me in. Okay, this is totally coming from a labor of love. It really is. I've lived it. I've done it. I duplicated it. I know how it happened. It didn't happen by accident. Because my mindset has always been on growth. It's all about growth. Personal development. Growing. Learning. Refining. Getting better. When something doesn't work, stop doing it. Refine it. Change it. So you can teach it. Everything that I learned is based upon wisdom of the ages. Principles that I learn. From people like Earl Nightingale, Jim Rohn, Les Brown, Zig Ziglar, Dino, Dr. Norman Vincent Peale, and the list goes on and on. There's no ego involved. There's no ownership. That's never been a factor. I just want to produce and help other people produce. Our time is the most valuable asset that we have. I was smart enough when I was 20 years old, when I got involved, to know that I did not know anything. The foundation on which I believe, I believe this is the key to the whole thing. So many people today are concerned about marketing tips and tricks and hacks. And the reality of this business model is, if you build people, people will build the business. The network marketing business model is not flawed. It's not. But the common practices, thinking of distributors is extremely flawed. It's out in the Pacific Ocean somewhere. I wish that hadn't gone all the way up. Hopefully this next one won't. It is. I don't know why it's doing that. We are stuck as an industry. We are stuck. This is important. I want you to hear what I'm saying. We are stuck in the everybody-just-sponsor-each-other mode. The industry is stuck in let's just sponsor each other. We are stuck in that paradigm. That's why we're not leading the charge in this entrepreneurial reckon, uh, uh, uh Entrepreneurial movement that's happening around the country. Most people say, okay, I just joined a network marketing company. And you ask most people, what, here's what happens with most people they call everybody that they know that they've ever met in any company they've ever been in. And after that, they sit back for a while to wait for it to start duplicating. It doesn't. So then they decide they need to go on social media and position themselves as an expert because some self-proclaimed guru told them to, who's really never built a duplicating team, or maybe she has, maybe she had not And again, I'm not talking about anybody in particular. It's rampant. It's everywhere. And then, you know maybe I need to do something else. So they burn money on worthless leads, which even if lead buying leads and calling them did work, it would never duplicate. It would never duplicate. And we sit around with doing unproductive activities, waiting until the old upline that we knew four companies ago calls and wants to get you in on the latest, greatest, never been done before next billion dollar company and we want to get you in and get you in a good position. And when that happens, they call everybody that they've ever known in network marketing They sponsor a few people, then wait for it to duplicate. It doesn't. And they continue this pattern like they're in the middle of a lifeboat just bobbing around in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Some of you are guilty of that. Many of you that have been with us since July are getting past that, and I'm so proud of you guys. So many of you are. You're getting it. If this is your first time, I'm going to prove to the best of my ability what I've been t- trying to communicate. The network marketing business model is not flawed, but the common practices are. Walking to any company anywhere in the world, this is what you're going to see, a version of what you're seeing on the screen. At the top, you're going to have gurus. Most of these people are good people, caring people, loving people, really want to help people. But most of them really aren't sure how they got to where they are. Their basic response to any question is work harder and talk to more people. And I describe them as six different entities, Mr. and Miss L- Mr. or Miss Lovable. There's a lot of Mr. Miss Lovables, Mr. or Miss Elvis, they love the spotlight. Mr. or Miss Money Focused, they're about the money. They're money motivated. Mr. or Miss Credibility, who really had a lot of credibility in their community. Uh, Mr. or Miss Personal development who bought who, who, who got bit by the personal development bug or Mr. or Mrs. social media technology. So that's at the top of every company. Again, nothing wrong with these people. The majority of them are great people. Then when you look throughout the organization within any other company, you're going to see two distinct groups. You're going to see the people that have been around the network marketing industry 10 plus years and have been bitten by the residual income bug. You'll see them in every company. And then you'll see the two years or less newbies. That's the majority of most people and 99% 99% of the companies, I'll even say it's 100% of the companies. The question we should be asking ourselves is where are the three to nine year people? Where's the next wave of leadership? Where are they? Where are they? It's important. They are not there. My first 15 years in the business, you can walk into any organization, any company, And it was pretty evenly mixed regarding the amount of time people have been around. It's not today. There's a reason and something's wrong. Those who don't study history are doomed to repeat it. I love this cartoon. Yet those who do study history are doomed to stand by helplessly while everybody else repeats it. I made the decision in July, I'm not going to stand by helplessly. I'm going to give this all I can give it. I owe it to the industry. There's good people out there that are in lifeboats. I could give you hundreds of examples like I'm getting ready to share with you tonight. But I'm going to share one. And this might hopefully create a little bit of a pendulum swing for you. This is a quote from Raising a Giant, which in my opinion is the best book that's ever been written on network marketing. It's by Bob Crisp. I know somebody told me this week that somebody else knocked off the name and wrote another book called Raising the Giant because the original Bob Crisp book is no longer in print. If you can ever get your hands on this book, get it. You know, check Amazon from time to time, but that's what it looks like. And write down the name Bob Crisp. If it's by anybody else, it's a fraud. It's not what we're talking about. But in the book, it was a phenomenal book. Bob said a lot of things. But one of the things he said is the majority of network marketers quit within within 72 hours after they join. If you've been around any time at all, you know that's true. Maybe they don't quit quit. But emotionally, psychologically, they're done. They go mention it to their best friend, a couple of people at work, and their mama. They talk too much. They're excited, their ignorance on fire. They talk too much. They try to convince people to buy or join. And they get blown off. And emotionally, psychologically, they're gone. Now, they might still hang around on your conference calls and check in because they like hanging out with the network marketers better than they do the people at their choir practice. But emotionally, psychologically, they're gone. Now, if that is true, and we all know it is, if we've been around very long at all, how can we expect to create any kind of momentum with this fact right in front of us? Let's just stop and think about that, guys. How can you build a team when history has shown that most people are going to quit emotionally and psychologically within 72 hours after they join? Now, I, and I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, I know the answer to this. But again, this is just one of so many things, so many questions that leaders need to be asking themselves on a daily, weekly, monthly basis about what's going on. Why after 70 years are we okay with this being normal, this being okay, this just being the way it is? 95 only 5% are going to make it. 95% are going to quit. Why do we why do we tolerate that? When factually, it does not have to be that way. I think we accept so many things as this is the way it is. And believe me, I'm as much of a this-is-the-way-it-is person as anybody walking this planet. But I but but I don't accept everything somebody says or tries to accept. I could not accept this. Now, the people that we're working with today one-on-one uh, high level coaching clients what the people we work off with one-on-one, they know, they know. And all of you that are plugged into what we're doing, it doesn't matter you know where you are, but every single one of you that are really plugged into how to get people started right and everything that we teach, within 10 seconds after people join, you can ask them this question to help eliminate this. And the question is, we or the statement is, we're following the training systems from a generic network marketing trainer. That would be me, who developed more five- and six-figure leaders on his personal team than anyone in the world. You know, I can't even believe that I'm saying that. And if anybody knows any generic trainer on the planet that has documented facts of developing more five and six figure income earners on their personal team I lost, I lost the okay I'm getting a message saying that I lost the sound come back and let me know if it's up uh because le- le- I, I was on a row too and I don't want to miss this so so I don't know where I missed started. But it's it's how can we expect to create any kind of momentum if 72, after 72 hours most of the people that we enroll are going to quit emotionally and psychologically? And why after 70 years in this industry do we accept that as being normal or okay? And see, there's many questions like that I've asked myself over the years when we were building teams. It's really, really, really important. Uh So the people that we work with one-on-one, consulting clients one-on-one, and anybody that really is following our systems or how to get people started right, the the retail to recruit system, the two-step recruiting process, the things that we teach, anybody that is following that, you can ask people the exact same, or you can make the exact same statement that I'm getting ready to share with you. At the end, you can say we are following the training systems from a generic network marketing trainer, that would be me, who developed more five and six figure leaders on his personal team than anyone in the world. Do you want to plug in with us or do you want to do this on your own? And and, and and if they say, no, I want to plug in, that gives you the right to provide directional leadership to that to those people. And see, guys, it really blows my mind that I can sit here tonight with a straight face and say, look, there's no network marketing trainer on the planet that's developed more five- or six-figure leaders personally on their team than I did. And it's documented. I'm not talking about all the grand stories that gurus tell themselves and other people and if there is somebody that's a generic trainer that has developed more than i have i would i would love to just have coffee with them please let me know who it is and again this is not about me guys it's about what i know to be true as i said when i started i didn't know squat didn't know anything the most least likely to succeed But we cannot accept, and then if they say, yeah, I want to get plugged in, then the next statement is, okay, I don't want you to say anything to anybody right now, not even your mama, not even your mama. Don't even tell anybody. I want you to take some time, and what's the first thing you guys know, many of you? What's step number one? It's always step number one, and that is decide why until you know why the how doesn't matter. 20 reasons, top three. I'm not going to cover all that tonight. The next thing I've never shared, uh, this is the first time tonight, I want you to memorize what I'm getting ready to share with you. The first network marketing company was started in 1932. From 1932 to 1994, distributors recruited the only way they could which was in their warm market and their local market. Some advanced distributors developed what were called long-distance sponsoring systems. Some of you worked with me many years ago, and you know, before the Internet, and many of you knew that we had a program called How to Build a Nationwide Organization, that we would not even let you buy you couldn't even purchase it for any amount of money until you were at a certain level in the comp plan. And, oh, Dale, that's unfair. You, you, give, you, let, your, you let your top people buy it, but you won't let me use this. And, you, and I heard all that junk. But the reality is you cannot teach algebra to somebody that doesn't know how to do basic addition yet. And, and obviously the industry has not figured that out you learn sequentially step by step each concept idea builds upon the previous now if we step back and we look at war market local market why did that work so well from 1932 all the way to 1994 why did the industry basically have continuous growth from the beginning Here's why. This is important. Follow me. If you're talking to people that you have high credibility with, let's say for you to sponsor someone, you need a score of 10, 1-0. And you're communicating with somebody in your local market or someone that you actually know personally, is your credibility going to be higher naturally? I don't think this is debatable. If I was in uh, New Orleans a couple of weeks ago, we were walking, going to get uh, some gumbo and good New Orleans food, and there was a guy sitting in outside of a shop in what I call the husband seat. Some of you know what I'm talking about. And he had a University of Kentucky t-shirt on. And I said, hey, they didn't do that well last night, did they? And he knew because of the hat I was wearing, I was talking about my beloved Kentucky Wildcats. We had an instant connection because of the, the team that we followed. Uh, I could have not had that conversation with someone that had a North Carolina Tar Heels shirt on definitely not a Louisville Cardinals or an Indiana your shirt. I might have still said something because I know they were a college basketball fan, which would give me a little bit of credibility, but I hope you understand what I'm saying. You know, it's hard for me to relate with people in the Northeast. Their accent bothers me. And I'm just being honest. There's awesome, good, honest... We got a lot of customers, clients, and... In the northeast, and I love people. I love people around the world, but in the northeast, it's kind of hard for me to understand them. And they think, and I know many of you think, "Well, Dale, who you think you're talking to?" Country accent guy. I get that. I understand that. I'm just trying to make a point, guys, because I think we don't get this. The credibility factor when you start is really, really, really important. And if 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 I am in my local market then I have a ton of credibility even if I don't know the person personally and if I know the per- person personally or maybe their aunt goes to church with, with 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 my aunt or they're in the women's club together or whatever they go to the same workout facility there's credibility that can be established fairly quickly. So when we start, let's say you you start with people that you personally know, and that put, should put you in a seven, eight, nine level credibility category. Now, when you start your skill sets and your mindsets and your temptation to talk too much, is your skill sets and mindsets are very low. That's natural. It doesn't mean you're not going to be powerful. It just means that's the way it is. I promise you, if I was learning, if I was taking a crochet class, my skill sets would be very low. Network marketing is a unique business because not only does it require skill sets, but it also requires mindsets. So if your skill sets and mindsets aren't real applicable to this business model, maybe you're at a two. But if you're talking to people that are seven, eights, and nines, what are your odds of Getting to attend and possibly enrolling that person on your team does this make sense? Does uh, you this is critical for everything else I'm going to share with you. Credibility plus skill sets and mindsets equal outcome. Now, as your business continues to grow and you get some experience and you've launched. You've launched your business. Maybe you can go to the next city town over and, and, and do some promotions. And your credibility in that town might be a four or five. But now your skill sets, mindsets, your terminology that you're using is increasing so now your skill sets and mindsets are a four or five, and maybe your credibility is a four or five. So it is a progression. It's a natural progression. It's sequential. I hope you got that. I would just like to stop and let you think about that and sleep on that and come back and think about this some more because if you you have to really, and I've done my best, guys. I hope you see what I'm saying. It's not my opinion. It's just human nature. It's just human nature. It's the way it's set up. Now, we can fight it and try to shortcut it and try to do something else and and do something, but you cannot fight the obvious. Man, I hope, you, I hope I, I've communicated that well. Why this works. Starting in your local market and with people that you know. There's little or no promotional costs. People will know if you have a true belief in your product. And it gives you the best odds for success. The best odds for success. And it also gives you time to practice. Y'all have heard me talk about perfect. Practice makes perfect. Practice your follow-up scripts. Practice the things we teach that we've refined and no work. Practice. And I will say this, uh, when AutoShip got hot, I did not want to implement AutoShip in any way, shape, or form in our team. And you say, well, Dale, that's ridiculous. I'm not saying I'm against auto-ship. Hear what I'm saying. When somebody joins, I want them to get on the product. I want them to try the products. I want them to be a product of the product. I do. They have to have personal experience. If they don't, they have no business even involved in network marketing. They're just trying to make a few extra bucks. And that's not what this industry is about. However, I don't want the pressure of an auto ship to run them out of the business before they can develop the skill sets and mindsets that they can develop. It can be developed by every person that enters this industry. And I don't want auto ship to run them out before they have the opportunity to do that. And again, I'm not against auto ship in general. But people think auto ships secures your income. What a joke. Wake up. Wake up. That's ridiculous. Making a difference in leading and guiding and directing people is what's going to make a difference in your income. Auto ships can be canceled. You're building a volunteer army. Wake up. Wake up. In 1995... You know, again, from 32 to 94, progression. In 1995, the shift started to change. In 95, for the very first time. The focus started to change from war market and local market to recruiting and competing with each other. We discovered after Success Magazine came out with the first issue of We Create Millionaires, that, hey, there's other people That are involved in other companies. Again, guys, this is before the internet, okay? But we start realizing that there's other people and there's companies called Herbalife and Metafresh and Space Age Foods and Enhance and other companies. We all knew about Amway, Mary Kay, Tupperware, but we but we realize that hey, this is getting big. There's a lot of more companies out there, and once okay, so that's kind of the trend. Stay with me. And then what we started doing is we started as an industry. Not I never did. I'm not guilty of this. But as an industry, we started trying to appeal to the mediocrity in people, and that's when we first saw the gimmick marketing plans, where we're going to pay you forty five percent on your second level, and you only need X number of people, and you can make eight hundred dollars. Now, it it, it it obviously took away the long term. Residual six figure income potential, but hey, you know, you can make a thousand bucks with only, you know, 17 people or whatever. And people started tweaking pay plans, they started looking for ways to shortcut the system to get away from the foundational principles on which the industry was developed. And it would not work because. And again, I I was building during this time, and I had, actually had, and nothing against these companies, but I had people in Herbalife, A.L. Williams, hand Space Age Foods, MetaFresh. The last three are obviously out of business. The first two are billion-dollar companies. But the the last three are now gone. But I had these people that were... Responding to my ads in the Thrifty Nickel and contacting me and setting appointments and wasting my time and theirs because all they wanted to do was to play the mine's better than yours is yours game, you know. And then I had people that would would play the disgusting, disgusting. I'll join yours if you join mine game. If you'll join mine, I'll join yours. Look, guys, it's not about sponsoring. It's not about sponsoring people. It's about finding the right people at the right time in their life that are sick and tired of being sick and tired and want to create financial independence. That's the game. It's not about, you know, well, you're selling this product to your mom. Take this space-age food and sell it to your mom, and you can make a $7 profit. That's not what network marketing is about. It's a not about all the stuff that, that we hear today. And, and, and again, this all started, this shift in 1995. Now more than ever, we're mostly just recruiting each other. Before I get into this, just ask yourself as I go through this very quickly, does this describe network marketing today, the time of this recording, February, February of 2016? Ask yourself as I go through this. Now more than ever, we're mostly just recruiting each other. Eventually, we have to stop and learn how to create leads and bring those that we have, have never been in the industry in. This is not my words, by the way. Today, there's a constant ebb and flow of distributors from company to company. Those who migrate like gypsies from program to program, always looking for a better deal. And this segment of the MLM population is huge. And just a side note, the rest of the world that are building real businesses sits back and looks at what we're doing, and they think to themselves, who do they think they're kidding Today, everybody seems to be into retreading existing distributors over and over and dreaming about landing the big heavy hitter. The industry has become sluggish, lazy, and one filled with a lot of spoiled opportunists looking for something for as close to nothing as possible. These are not my words, and what I'm getting ready to share with you next should give you a jolt. These, these are s- segments that I pulled from an article. And, and again, guys, is this the state of today or not? This article I, I pulled from an article written, it's called The Land of 10,000 Unrecruited Heavy Hitters by Lynn Clements in 1995, almost 20 years ago. Now, if that doesn't give you a little bit of a chill, it should. If you care about the long-term growth, not only of yourself, your organization, but the network marketing profession. In 1995, the shift started. The focus changed to recruiting and competing with each other. Also, along this time, you had companies like ProStep, and all these different companies that started selling leads, selling leads to distributors in an effort to do things quicker, faster, and easier. Then then as companies went out of business, there was a whole market created for selling genealogy leads of defunct MLM companies, and all this started to become very common. And other flawed marketing concepts built upon sand you know there's still people today that spend good money every month buying leads instead of the taking the time to learn how to generate their own leads and to become a lead generation specialist master but 1995, we started getting away from local market, warm market. And you're saying, Dale, do you not believe in cold market? Absolutely, I believe in cold market. I already said that we created a program years ago called How to Build a Nationwide Organization. Yes, I believe in the Internet. I love it. I'm going to cover all that. I don't want to lose you because you miss me. I'm talking about foundation. I'm talking about getting it moving forward. I'm talking about launching it, getting it off the ground. This doesn't work because long-term success is impossible without the right skill sets and mindsets. There's no marketing method that will ever create success. None. Period. End of story. We quit. We quit taking and what we started doing. We quit started teaching wisdom of the ages principles and concepts, and we got away from the core fundamentals of personal development program with a compensation plan attached. And and we started thinking that a company, a product, or a whiz-bang comp plan was going to make us successful. And the truth is a 100% of zero is still zero. If you buy leads... You're a one or two on the credibility factor at best if you happen to get a lead from someone in your own state. And if your skill sets and mindsets are not where they need to be, if you don't know what to say when you follow up, if you don't have you know free publications like we make available at Proven MLM Scripts, if you don't know what to say, then it doesn't matter to begin with. So by 1999, we had totally left the fundamentals and wisdom of the ages, common sense, team building, and recruiting systems. We replaced it with gimmick marketing plans, lead generation programs, and and you know, ProStep was in full force, and, and other flawed marketing concepts that will never create duplication. Now, again, guys, you got to understand. At this time, I've been around 19 years in the industry. Uh, it totally 100% my changed my life. I was beyond uh, just flabbergasted that the shift could happen so quickly. And when the internet got here, it just was the nail in the coffin for me personally. Uh, I did my best during this time to try to speak reason into the market. I did an audio called Network Marketing is a Scam. It was in 1999. And I got death threats over this. But my 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 message was, guys, we cannot continue to appeal to mediocrity telling people we're going to do 90% of the work and they can keep 100% of the paycheck. we got to get away from this. We're going to run off level-headed, business-minded people with all the minutiae that we're putting in all the the home business magazines and all the ads that we're doing. Listen, a three- to five-year game plan to financial independence is awesome. It's good enough. Compare that to the 40-year Corporate America Plan we got to tell people the truth. we got to keep it realistic. But we were competing with each other. My Pycnogenol is better than your Pycnogenol, and the list goes on and on and on. I also wrote a booklet called Why the Masses of Network Marketers are Frustrated, Confused, and Don't Have a Clue What They're Doing. I introduced The Confessions of a Network Marketing Millionaire, the first generic training program I ever produced. And ironically, I did it after I had already developed a multi-million dollar net worth. And millionaires on my team, and over a, a thousand five and six figure earners. We got people out there today trying to teach people how to how to do something they've never done. It's rampant everywhere you look. I did everything I possibly could. I I, I submitted the article. It got published in the Executives Corner for Network Marketing Owners and CEOs called Inspire Greatness or Cated Mediocrity i saw it i experienced it and it all started when we got away from communicating with high people that we have high credibility with and and then here came the attraction marketing crowd in 2000 it was hitting the fan and the industry itself became and it went into a total state of speculation. And we started putting radically they started putting radically wrong information in the marketing in the marketplace. Like, you know, quit throw away your warm market list. Don't talk to your friends and family members. Follow my affiliate program and you will make money even if people don't join you in your primary business. You can sell whatever affiliate program and you can still make profit and 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 the attraction marketing bs just regurgitated all over the industry and these people were excellent marketers they they appealed t- to people's feelings that there's something out there that that I'm not getting because And again, this is all natural feelings. Everybody goes through it. But they try to convince all the masses that your upline's got a secret. They're not telling you about your company as a secret. And here it came. And you know what? It it just shocks me that there's actually still people that buy into this stuff today. It's not as, as bad as it once was. But man, it's still out there. It's still out there. You know... The, the latest one that just exploded was, oh, we're going to teach everybody how to blog because if you you have to be a blogger if you expect to have success. What nonsense. And of course, Empower Network exploded and all these high-level internet marketers uh, made a fortune because new newbies were passing up their first sale and a lot of people got... Wealthy at the expense of the masses, and this whole attraction marketing thing—we got to understand once and for all what the real deal is with these things, guys. They've totally—they—they they were totally put the industry in a state of this dis, dissipation as affiliate marketers created old the old new old school new school war and you still hear people talk about that sometimes today and they absolutely convinced the masses to focus on not building their team with their company but but con, convince them to start marketing their affiliate products instead of building their network marketing teams and 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 telling people that, look, your mediocrity is not your fault. It's your company's fault, your sponsor's fault, or your old school upline's fault. That's that's the story. If you've been around any time at all, you've heard it numerous, numerous, numerous times. And see, we all start out mediocre at best. That's the truth. The truth is we all have to develop the skill sets and mindsets necessary to function effectively in this business model. That's the truth. It's not your upline's fault. It's not your sponsor's fault. It's not your company's fault. There's nothing they don't don't want you to know. It's not all oh, just, you know, all you have to do is, you know, it's just... You know, follow my affiliate program, sell my affiliate ebook or course uh, you'll make money from the ninety seven percent of the people that're not going to join your business and blah blah blah, blah blah blah, and it's just not reality. The numbers have not changed. And the problem is a lot of people got caught up in this. People that could have built teams with proper direction got caught up in this. They left the industry, and they'll never return. And that should concern every single one of us. I hope you enjoyed that session. We'll be back with you next week with part two. If you'd like to check out the uh, article I referenced, uh, the web Webinars that I referenced, you can find those. You can just do a search at MLMhelp.com. There's a a search box in the right-hand corner, and you can just reference the title of the webinars that were recorded or the articles that I mentioned. If you like documentation and more information on what we've covered, appreciate you guys more than you know. I appreciate your comments. Feedback over at iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you're hearing this. I hope you have an awesome day, night, wherever you are in the world. And I'll be back with you next week on the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.